We thank you for joining us here on South Florida Sunday. We'd like to welcome our next guest, Dr. Donna Kleban, highly experienced breast surgeon with expertise in breast cancer treatment. Dr. Kleban is on staff at the Norma E. and Miles M. Zissen Comprehensive Breast Center of the Palm Beaches at Good Samaritan Medical Center and has an office in West Palm Beach and Royal Palm Beach. Doctor, welcome to South Florida Sunday. Thank you very much, Ron. It's a pleasure to... Uh speak with you. Well, we're glad to have you on. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Tell us at what age and how often should women undergo screening for breast cancer? Oh, yes, I would love to do that, Um, especially since there's been some controversy over the past few years about what age to start uh, screening for breast cancer. Uh, What we recommend now is that uh, women at age 25 uh, should have a breast cancer screening. risk assessment Mm -hmm. to see if they should have screening prior to the recommended age of 40. Um, If women are at an average risk for breast cancer, then according to guidelines from uh, several different societies, uh, at age 40, the screening mammography should be started and should be uh, continued yearly. Women who have a higher risk of uh, breast cancer uh, should uh, start screening earlier. And early detection of breast cancer is very important, isn't it, doctor? Yes. Um, if we can detect breast cancer at an earlier stage, there's a better chance for survival. Uh, there are more treatment options, and uh, the treatment options are less aggressive. Well, uh, statistics show that if breast cancer is detected at an early stage, there's a greater than 93% survival in the first five years after treatment. Now, you specialize in the detection of breast cancer. Tell us about candidates for in-office ultrasound and breast biopsy and how this type of testing helps you create a treatment model. I uh, often do uh, ultrasound in the office, Uh, not a a whole breast ultrasound, but usually in women who uh, feel a lump in their breast, uh, women who have breast pain, uh, women who have nipple discharge. Uh, the advantage of doing ultrasound in the office is that if there is a finding that requires biopsy, a biopsy can be done in the office. Uh, we usually do needle biopsies in the office with local anesthesia. So surgery is not required. And then we have a diagnosis to determine if further treatment is needed. Another one of your specialties, stereotactic breast biopsies. How does this type of imaging and testing help you locate a breast abnormality? A stereotactic biopsy is another way to do a needle biopsy, which uh, is usually not done in the private office, but it's usually done in a, in a breast center where uh, we have this machinery because it is uh, larger and, of course, more expensive. Uh, what stereotactic biopsy does is it uses mammogram pictures that are taken from different angles to pinpoint the uh, site that has to be biopsied. And the mammogram pictures are analyzed by a computer and then the needle is positioned over the breast in the area where it needs to be inserted. Uh, Stereotactic breast biopsy is usually used for something called microcalcifications, which are tiny calcium deposits that we see, or uh, other abnormal areas on uh, mammogram that are either not clearly seen on ultrasound or too small to biopsy with another method. 
Now, you also have a unique specialty in the cryobilation of breast tumors. Tell us more about that. Oh, well, actually, it's called cryoablation. Okay. And basically, it's uh, <clears throat> destruction, which is ablation, uh, using freezing, which is the cryo of breast tumors. It's a minimally invasive procedure that is done in the office. And the basis is that it kills the uh, tissue that is targeted uh, by using extreme cold and only requires local anesthesia. Uh, many years ago, I participated in studies of using cryoablation for benign breast lumps, and then later on, uh, a study for uh, cryoablation of malignant breast lumps. Uh, what, what I'm going to be doing now, though, is using the cryoablation to treat selected patients in the office, uh, usually elderly patients who are too sick to undergo surgery, to treat their breast cancer by freezing it in, uh, with the needle in the office under local anesthesia. And studies have shown that this uh, kills the tumor and eventually the tumor will shrink down and go away. So it's a really promising modality. Tell us about interoperative radiation therapy. Interoperative radiation therapy is a radiation that's done with a machine that's in the operating room. Instead of having a four- or six-week treatment of radiation for the whole breast, the treatment is just directed to the area uh, that's left, which is called the tumor bed, after the cancer lump is removed. Uh, it's given as one treatment after removing the cancer from the breast while the patient is still anesthetized on the operating room table and given with specialized machines. Studies have shown that uh, this is as effective as uh, whole breast radiation, again, for selected patients. It has to be uh, small cancers uh, with certain characteristics. And uh, the recurrence is uh, a little higher than uh, with whole breast radiation, but it's in an, within an acceptable range. So, you know, we do a lot of it uh, when the patient uh, can have it done. And another one of your specialties is oncoplastic surgery. I hope I got that one right. Uh, explain that. Yes, you did. Very good. Ex explain that process to us, please. Okay. Uh, the term oncoplastic uh, started in the 1980s. Onco is, stands for oncology, so that's the uh, removal of the cancer. And plastic uh, stands for the plastic surgical correction of the defect or the deformity uh, that sometimes is left after taking out uh, the tumor. Initially, it was done for larger breast cancers. The goal is to remove the cancer and reconstruct the breast so that it appears more normal because often when we take out cancer, uh, there's a space that gets indented and does not look very cosmetic uh, uh, afterwards. Mm -hmm. uh, this does require preoperative planning, though, uh, usually with a plastic surgeon. Uh, some people do it with, without a plastic surgeon. And uh, there are three main uh, techniques that we use uh, if we're doing a lumpectomy. Uh, commonly, we do breast reduction uh, with the removal of the cancer lump. Sometimes after removing the, the cancer lump, we have to use uh, flaps of muscle and or skin and fat to fill in the defect. And then there are other uh, techniques which are called tissue advancement, tissue transfer to fill in the space left after removing the tumor. And this has been very helpful to 
make the breast look as normal as possible uh, so that the women don't have to be reminded that they had breast cancer if they have an ugly scar and that they could feel better about themselves. Dr. Kleban, you have expertise in high-risk surveillance and genetic testing. Tell us how this helps lower the risk of developing breast cancer. Once we determine uh, which women are at high risk of, for developing breast cancer, mm -hmm. uh, we have certain things that we recommend for uh, risk reduction. So the question is, who is at high risk? And this goes back to also at age 25, uh, screening for uh, risk, you know, risk assessment. Uh, women who are at high risk, and some men also, um, have a lifetime risk of greater than 20% uh, when calculated on these uh, computer programs that we have to assess the risk. Uh, if they have an abnormal gene, such as the BRCA gene based on genetic testing, which carries a higher risk of developing breast cancer, and also, uh, women who had radiation to the chest between the ages of 10 and 30, and this was very common for women who had lymphoma uh, at that age. There are also certain syndromes uh, in the family that can be associated with high risk. As part of the surveillance for high-risk patients, uh, it's recommended that a breast MRI is used in addition to the mammogram and not instead of a mammogram. Go ahead, Ron. Thanks. What types of care do you offer for benign breast disease? Uh, benign breast disease uh, are usually benign uh, lumps or breast cysts. My goal is to reassure the patients that uh, there is nothing to be concerned about. Uh, sometimes if the cysts cause pain, we can drain the liquid out of them, and if the patient uh, has pain or is worried about having a benign lump, it can be removed. But usually uh, we follow them with examination and imaging yearly. We used to just test for one gene uh, called the BRCA gene or the breast cancer gene, but now we know that there are other genes that can be abnormal and can be inherited that can give a higher risk of having breast and other cancers. And so often uh, if there's a strong family history of different cancers and if a patient has a breast or ovarian or other cancers, we can do a genetic testing panels to see if they're high risk and then we can uh, do risk reduction with either uh, medications, sometimes surgery, and uh, more frequent imaging. And where can people find more about you which, and the great hospitals that you're on staff and about your office locations? My West Palm Beach office is uh, in Good Samaritan Hospital at the Norma and Miles Disson Comprehensive Breast Center. My Royal Palm Beach office is under the name Palm Beach Health Network Physician Group, and the address is 11551 Southern Boulevard, Suite 2, in Royal Palm Beach. The office number is 561-270-5505. Well, Dr. Donna Kleband, thank you for being with us today and sharing with us the latest uh, uh, treatments and developments in the world of breast cancer as again October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We encourage uh, folks who are listening to our conversation reach out to you and find out more information and remember as uh, we've said here early detection is key, right doctor? Absolutely. Please get your mammograms. Well thank you for being our guest today on South Florida Sunday. Thank you Ron. Your story. It lives in River City where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another. 
where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave. And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're gonna pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.